Are you holding on to a version of you that really is no longer comfortable? Stay tuned as my guest and I, we talk about ways to let go and embrace the real you. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great week. I'm excited because it's the day before my birthday. And in this episode, fellow podcaster L. Notch and I will be discussing how to embrace the phase, the next phase of our lives and letting go of the past. And I can't wait for you to hear that conversation. I will also be sharing my product app repurpose as well as my book selection for this week and my question for you this week is have you embraced the next phase you know I'll be turning 6-0 so I'm really learning how to embrace the way I look the way I feel what I want in my life what I don't want in my life and letting go of the past what about you did you know that by 2025, it is estimated there will be 1.1 billion postmenopausal women worldwide. So there'll be a lot of us, you know, on the other side. We won't be 20, 30, 40 anymore. Which is why I wanted to bring on an expert just to have a conversation about how we can really truly let go and embrace who we really are. L is a self-leadership practitioner who helps women consciously create the life they desire through intentionally balancing mindset with heart set and taking complete authority over themselves. Through her approach, she re-empowers women to tap into their intuitive knowing, creative powers, and become their most evolved selves. It's not just about achieving success, but also having the best time of your life unapologetically. Her work spans three decades with professional qualifications, including a BA, Honors in Psychology, ILS Coaching, Pranic Psychiatry, and, that should be psychotherapy, and yoga teaching, bringing a total holistic approach to embodiment of greatness potential. Her book, Keys to Self-Leadership, is due for publication in 2023, in which she brings to light new and intuitive concepts such as the her historian's journey of re-empowerment. So I want you to just sit back and listen. You don't have to take any notes, but also you might want to your sister, your sister friend, your friend, to listen to my conversation with Elle. Hello and welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized, the conversation. I am so excited because we already really started talking before we started recording. Elle Nod, she is a fellow podcaster, the unapologetic woman. And of course, she is here because really she's like a special guest for this episode because tomorrow I will be turning 60 years old. I'm so excited. So I really wanted Elle and I to really just kind of have a conversation because a lot of you watching, listening, you go through different seasons. And sometimes when we go through either a major age or either just a different season in our life, we take the stuff that maybe we shouldn't take with us. So Elle, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, Janet. It's such an honor. And happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited. But before we get into the conversation, what made you decide to start your podcast? (laughs) Well, my podcast started the same as all the crazy stuff in my life happens. And it was just um, a 
a message, let's say it, from higher self that said, you need to start a podcast. And I remember sitting there when the thought dropped into my mind and I thought, no, A, I'm a visual person. I don't listen to podcasts. B, what do I know about starting podcasts? But the message was undeniable. You're starting a podcast. It's called The Unapologetic Woman. And I chose to say yes. I chose to say yes to my soul. Um, and I am recording season five at the moment. So it's always a, when you allow yourself to say yes to soul without questioning, without backing down, without making excuses for yourself, and you trust that it is in service to humanity, life always works out. So, yes. And I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you were just saying, because as I shared, I'll be turning 60. And it's like a whole different, I'm beginning to feel like I'm thinking different. I want to do things different. But I don't want to take like some of the things that Janet did when she was in her 40s and her 50s. I want to embrace this new season of my life. And what are some of the either it could be thoughts or it could be just our habits, our routines that women we seem to take with us through each and every year. And sometimes we have to let the stuff go. You know, we have mm -hmm. to understand, yes, I enjoyed my 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, but I'm 60. So what what is it that we just like taking all that stuff with us, L? I want to actually flip that question on its head. And, and this is why. As high achieving women, as successful women, we tend to be uber critical on ourselves. We tend to kind of look at ourselves and go, what am I doing wrong? What am I still carrying? It's, it's a very um, critical stance that we have. And we've been conditioned to be that way. And it works up to an extent, but it makes life really hard because we tend to work against ourselves. There is a step that's missing. And the step that's missing is for you to identify who do I desire to be next? Who do I desire to be in this next year of my life? Who is the woman that I choose to embody in the next year of my life. Once we connect it to who it is that we are choosing to become, understanding that the moment that we choose, we have become. The moment that we connect to the, let's call her the avatar of desire, she already exists within us. And now it becomes really simple. Anything that does not belong to her gets to be released which is why it's such a unique process for every woman i think we get caught up in identifying patterns and when we start identifying patterns we start talking about the average now, i don't work with the average woman <laughs> i work with the exceptional women and so what you desire to release or what is required from you to release is so different from anybody else because who you desire to become is so unique to you that I think I would be doing any woman a disservice to go, well, these are the things that I see women carrying along because then I'm playing into the average game. So instead, my invitation to women is to really sit down, take a day, take a week, take a week and just delve into the exquisiteness of you in who you are choosing to become. And you can create identities, we call them avatars of being in who it is. So if that is a world-class podcaster, if it is the founder of an empire, if it is the the power partner of a, a man in your life, whether it is, um, you know, a, a prolific author, whatever it is, you get to write down all of those identities that you choose to become, that you choose to embody, and then delve into them. Who are, who are you? Who am I as this? 
world-class podcaster? How do I think? How do I feel? What are my routines? How do I show up? How do I dress? What do I eat? What do I think about? And anything else goes. So Mm. instead of clearing first and then connecting to who I'm becoming, connect to who you desire to become first and then clear out everything else. Mm. And you know what, Elle, when you said that, when you started talking and, and really give, you know, describing it that way, I started thinking about sometimes how I work with clients because when they are retired, but they've got the old wardrobe in the closet, I always say, well, what is your life going to look like next year? a year after you've got all these beautiful separates. Do you really need these suits now? Because that's not really who you are. So now I begin to understand. It's like really looking at who I want, who I am, but who I really want to really dig deep and dive into and just kind of let go of everything that really doesn't fall in line. So that really made it clear and it makes sense. And I hope those of you watching and listening got those aha moments. I hope you're just like aha and write in the comments and just share with us. So with that said, now that I'm at a place, because I am, I'm at a place and it's so interesting, even just talking about the clothes, I was, I was walking, taking my walk and I looked at myself and I said, you know, I need some cuter little workout wear because <laughs> it was like, because I'm get, I got comfortable in the old stuff, but it was like, wait a minute, there's nothing wrong with me looking cute when I go out and take a walk or something. So what are some other things that we can do to just really embrace it? Because I'm seeing not only in just the way I want to look, but also in the things I want to do. I even want to get more involved in just really giving back and making change in certain communities. So what are some other things that just kind of really help us? You know, I always think of it when I think of you as like that unapologetic woman. (laughs) Yeah, I think you have to decide what is the legacy that you want to live. If you want to live a legacy of being vivacious at every age, if you want to live a legacy of being philanthropic, if you want to live a legacy of inspiring other people, then you get to live that today. I believe that leaving a legacy is a cop-out. It's what we say when we don't want to take responsibility for living our best lives today. We have the story running that I have to sacrifice myself today so that I will be remembered well. I have to suffer today so that I can leave something exceptional for other people. We're coming to the end of the martyrdom consciousness. We're coming to an end of the self-sacrificial consciousness that we've all been raised in. And we have compassion for that. But we can no longer say that I want better for my children if we are not willing to live better for ourselves. I feel like this is where we as women get to be radically honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, where are we copping out of greatness? Where are we copping out of a full body yes? And so we're still tolerating a maybe. When you start understanding that you, Janet, are magnificence in human form and you make a full body yes, your minimum standard for everything and anything that's not a full body yes, including your clothes, including your underwear. By the way, I have had clients that I told in a coffee shop to go and take their underwear off and put it in the bin because she was wearing granny panties. It was wash day. And I said to her, unacceptable. And she came back without panties on and her energy changed like this because everything matters. So when you start putting on your workout clothes, by the way, I bought my very first Lululemons a couple of weeks ago. Just saying, 
when I put that on, I was like, oh, hell yes. Oh, my God. It's pulling up all the right places. <laughs> and then I had to work through the stories of, but am I not too old for this? Oh, my God. I don't have my 30-year-old body anymore. Mm, things are not in the place. And then I went outside and I saw women that were in all shapes and sizes just rocking it and looking so comfortable and so confident and so sexy and so feminine. And I was like, are you kidding me, Al? Why are you excusing yourself from the table of greatness in wearing gorgeous training clothes? So where are you excusing yourself from the table of greatness in what you wear? And I'm also going to say this, for the love of peanut butter, stop thinking that it doesn't matter what you wear. Stop thinking that you can wear PJs whilst you are working and not have that influence your energy. or that you're wearing scruffy stuff whilst training and not even proper training clothes. And I get it. We all have financial mm, perceptions of what we can mm -hmm. afford. Mm -hmm. But we can all start somewhere. When you, when you approach life as art and everything is a creative process, everything becomes a ritual. When you train, part of your ritual is how you dress, is putting on deodorant, is getting the right music. It's a ritual for excellence. When we work, there's a ritual for excellence in everything that we do. I don't just sit down and write. I have a complete ritual of how to get into the zone so that the muse has got free reign in creating what she wants to create. I took time to meditate before coming on to this podcast because I wanted to be centered. And my intention was to be very present and inspirational for those who choose to be inspired today. So when we start understanding that everything gets to be this beautiful ritual, especially as women, we elevate our energy, we elevate our focus, we elevate our presence, we elevate our power. What is more important than that? And so my question is, what is the legacy that you want to live, Janet? And then identifying any ways that you're giving yourself a little get out of jail free card. And then ask yourself, do I want to be that woman without being hard on yourself? And some days, I mean, we can all hear, I don't really sound this sexy all the time. I have a raging head cold today. It is what it is. But I get to ask myself, do I want to show up for Janet today or do I want to stay in bed today? In all transparency, I've rescheduled all my other meetings. This one was special for me. So I chose to show up on this one because of the dates of importance. Don't self-flagellate. Don't. Don't come at yourself like your worst nightmare and a drill sergeant, but come to yourself with love and then just ask yourself, how do I want to show up today? My guess is that you truly want to show up as your best self and then give yourself permission to do that. Because I'll also say this, for the most part, <laughs> It's harder in our society today to give ourselves permission to be our best selves than what it is to give ourselves permission to be mediocre. And I say that with a lot of love and compassion. I'm not here to judge anybody. But it's a rare woman who allows herself to say, no, no, my minimum is excellence. My minimum expectation for and of myself is excellence and then actually show up that way and allowing other people to have their experience of you regardless. Yeah. 
And I was thinking about all the things you were saying, Elle, and specifically about the legacy. And you are right, because when we take care and put ourselves as a priority, then we're showing the next generation how they need to treat themselves. And you're right. It's just the way you dress. Even if you are just working from home full time, it changes everything. Just, you know, putting on a specific color, putting on a little lipstick, maybe even depending on whether you have meetings or you're just working from home. Sometimes even the music you listen to. One of the things I love now about working from home is I'm close to my plants because I just like being near plants and things. But you're right. It's like all of those things and giving yourself permission to say, you know what? I'm enjoying myself right now, right here. I'm a top priority. I'm going to make sure that I, because I want to look good when I walk out the door for me, you know, I'm not going to go out there, you know, just kind of throwing on colors. No, I have to make sure everything, even down to my little, you know, reusable shopping bag, making sure everything matches well, I'm going to challenge even this one little thing. We all have to go to the bathroom during the day. And we all have a mirror in the bathroom. And you get to see yourself in that mirror every time that you have to go to the bathroom. So it's not just about going out. It's about who do I see reflected every time when I have to go and sit on the toilet, which is the most unceremonious place for us to be. <laughs> But do you want to get up and wash your hands and go, damn, you look fine today? Or do you want to look in the mirror and go, oh, okay, all right, let's just shuffle along. Let's just get through the day. And, and again, no judgment. Oh, my goodness. Have I been there? Have I been there? <laughs> I, I, I was the poster child of everything that I speak of. Please understand I speak of it because I have lived it. I am not ahead of anybody. I am on my own personal journey, but I have learned a lot in the last five decades for myself that I get to share with other people so that if they so choose, they can go, oh, okay. I'm going to change that behavior now instead of in 10 years from now. And that's good. Also wanted to talk about when you said about the underwear, that's important because we have, and I'm saying we as women, we can have all of those things that are, it's got a hole, a snag, a tear. We keep it because we're trying to, I guess, be frugal and like, well, I can still get a couple of wears. Get rid of it because that's one thing I did do, Elle. All the t-shirts, the socks, the underwear, the this, the that, it had to go. And also one of the things I do do is like Sunday's like my special day because I wake up anytime, you know, I just wake up. I don't have to worry about an appointment. I take a hot bath and then I really put on something pretty, even though most of the time I'm not leaving the house. And even when I do, but still, I feel, really get something pretty, maybe flowy, maybe off the shoulders, colorful. But like you said, that really matters. So. Yeah, and I want to say this as well. It doesn't have to be full of holes for it to go out. I donated two bags full yesterday um, of clothes, and I make a point of paying my clothes forward before it gets too worn. I always feel like there's so many things in our closets that's out, we've outgrown that season that can really be enjoyed by somebody else. And so for me, it's always the case, well, if I am no longer using this on a regular basis, and I don't have a huge closet because I don't, mm, I don't really want a huge closet. I want my pieces that's in there, things that I can wear almost on a daily basis. But when I find that there's something that I'm not wearing on a daily basis or that I haven't worn for one season, my thought process is there is somebody else out there who would love this piece. And you're, you're so right because, um, you know, I had suits. I'm not wearing suits anymore. So I know of an organization that really uses, you know, and gives them like pays it forward. So you are so right. So it doesn't have to be, you know, worn and torn, ladies. You know, it's probably something in that closet that you, every time you look in there, kind of reminisce about days gone. And it's time like, you know what? It's time to let it go because I was working with a woman. She retired. She has gorgeous, colorful, bright clothes, 
but she had those suits, those browns and the blues and the blacks. And I was like, why are you holding on to those? She's like, well, I says, but you're retired. You're retired. You can sit by the pool when you want. You can go on a trip when you want. Take your beautiful clothes with you. You're not going to use those suits anymore. Or those sneakers that you used to use when you, you were commuting back and forth. So, and it was like, wow, you're right. So, yeah, you're right. Release. Release and let go and embrace who you are. Oh, you know, I appreciate you because I know that you're not feeling, you know, 100 percent you're probably like bound in 90 percent because you still are are just exuding so much wonderful energy but uh, my question is and i ask this for all my guests how do you stay organized because you know i know you've got clients you've got the podcast you know you've got a personal life you've got children and friends and traveling and this and that and the other so how do you stay organized yeah, so it's layered. So I have just actually completed creating an organizer for women, um, which will be ready in the next few months. I really had to sit down and go, in this new phase of my life, um, how do I want to start living? And it's about being very focused and present and slowing down, slowing down to speed up. I've had years of being the overachieving woman that had so much on my plate and going at any given time that it drove me nuts. So now I, I'm very clear on what is this cycle made for and whether that cycle is the cycle of a year or the cycle of 30 days. And I have started working with the cycle of the moon to move away from the calendar month because that's so linear, whereas we as women especially work better in cycles. But I'm very clear on what is this cycle made for. And that becomes my priority of the cycle. I also have a very um, beautiful ritual in the mornings that when I wake up, the very first thing I do is I journal and I meditate. And in my journal and meditation, kind of set the tone for my day. And then I ask myself, well, what are my intentions for today? And I ensure that my intentions is all dimensional. So when I look at creating my day, I don't just look at business. Business is but one facet of who I am or what I do. I look at myself as a woman, myself as a partner, myself as a mother, myself as a, as a business owner. And I ask myself, who, who do I intend to be today? And what is my intended outcomes for today? And from that, I create my aligned actions. What are the actions that I actually need to take today in order for me to get these outcomes? And there's always meditation. There's always training or a walk, um, family time. And then a couple of business items, a couple of business items. I've come to understand that when we schedule our days so full, oh my goodness. I remember I used to schedule my days so full, ladies. I had to schedule in times to go and pee because I would forget to go to the toilets. Understanding that at one stage I was running my coaching business, uh, being a personal trainer, doing up to six classes a day. Ironman athlete, raising two kids, married at the time. My day was from three in the morning until I crashed at nine o'clock at night. And every hour was scheduled with something. And then one day, a client tried to get access to my calendar. This was before all the beautiful systems that are now available to us. And they saw that I scheduled in time to go to the bathroom. And I was so embarrassed and I was like, wow, this is crazy. What, what am I doing to myself that I have to schedule in time to go to the bathroom? So I have come to understand that for us to be super organized, we have to do way less and be way more. We have to create more time for ourselves. We have to create more time for creativity. Part of my planner is even coloring in. There's a coloring in section so that you can just get out of your mind and just be present and create beautiful art. 
then organization becomes easy because we don't feel that horrendous pressure on ourselves. I'm also going to say this, if your life is chaos at the moment, you need to set aside a time to first create order so yeah. that you can then easily maintain. And mm -hmm. I would recommend that if this is something that you struggle with, work with a professional. Because once everything is organized and it is who you are, it's a becoming of who you are, then everything flows. But if you attempt to, to take what I'm t sharing and put that on top of the chaos, like this polyfiller approach to life, it doesn't work, yeah. ladies. Yeah. Like we have yeah. to clear out the gunk first, like clear out the gunk, put in a new foundation and then build on top of that. So I know that I'm giving a lot here today and, and it's never just answering your question directly, but I hope that my listeners are receiving what I'm sharing with them because it, everything is simple, but layered. And I think that if we just give them the surface answers, we're doing them a disservice because we don't explain that there is something that happens underneath first for us to get to this place in life of going, all right, now how do I keep my life organized? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're right. And I, and I journal in the morning too. And I have, like you said, those intentions for the day and, Yes, business is one of the intentions, but also making sure that I am healthy, making sure that I have relationships and, you know, all these other things. So you're right. It has to be a balance in it all. And, you know, and also just understanding that you can be organized, like you said, but you don't have to have everything scheduled every single minute of every day. And, and that's something I even had to learn. It's like, wait a minute, Janet, you, you were up at six and you don't have to work until you, it's okay. It's all right. Because everything on your to-do list is, is done. So now enjoy life. And that's sometimes what I share with people. It's like making sure that you do have energy after work to enjoy life. Cause some people mm -hmm. do have to go home to kids, the dog, the this, the that, and they're completely exhausted. So I love what you terrified. shared. Like women are terrified of not being busy because, oh my goodness, then I have to face myself. And what is the stories that's running in my head of being lazy, of being unproductive, of not being worthy? It, it takes a lot for us as women to get to a space of going, oh, oh, no, no, hold on a bit. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am good enough. I am enough. I do not have to prove anything to anybody so true. and I can be with myself oh that's very scary in the beginning that's very scary in the beginning and so it's easier in this society to be uber busy because then we don't have to think we don't have that's to true. feel we don't have to have those deep conversations with ourselves we don't have to have those deep conversations with our partners. We don't have to be present with our children. Busyness is the ultimate hmm, average permission slip. Mm. And I know this one stings. And so if you're not ready to hear this, then by all means, stop listening. I respect that. <laughs> Because not everybody is in the space of receiving. And I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you want to go, screw you, Al, you don't know what you're talking about. I 100% receive that as well. Again, lesson learned after decades, ladies, of, of living this stuff. But it takes courage for us to get to a stage in life where we go, okay, who is the woman in the mirror? And mm -hmm. mm -hmm. How do I fall in love with her? What are the conversations I need to have with her? How do I need to treat her so that she's the star of my show? That's right. And yes, those are yeah. some tough questions to ask ourselves, especially when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see. 
Yeah. Yeah. Then they've done that, got the G-string. And you're right. You're right. I mean, because when I share with people, I have a do nothing day. It's like they just can't even imagine. Wait, what? Huh? And I'm like, I do. I said, I, I meal prep. So food's already cooked. And I just do nothing. Like, well, what do you do? I says, well, sometimes I may read. Sometimes I like watching documentaries. I may watch a movie or I may just look at the plants. But it's called really do nothing. Because sometimes, and at least I find for myself, El, is I need a moment where, you know, you give so much. And I enjoy what I do. Whether I'm speaking, podcasting, working one-on-one, with, I enjoy it. But I also need a moment where I need to just like, you know, Janet, just rest because you've been giving out a lot lately you need to replenish recharge so you can continue doing what you love to do we we all say <laughs> i love that people are always regurgitating what they say and not really getting what they're saying we all say you have to give from a full cup i hear women saying this all the time you can't give what you don't have i hear women say this all the time but then they're still exhausted. Yeah. It's not about being selfish. I think, I think, I think giving from a half full cup is the most selfish thing ever. Because we don't allow people to experience the fullness of us. And I know it's challenging when you have little kids. And I think that it really is time for society to remember that it takes a village to raise our children and for women to start stepping up for their girlfriends and go, well, Janet, you look tired. Let me take your kids for a day and you can return the favor another day and take my kids for the day. And you go and just lie in a bath, light a candle, listen to music, do whatever you need to do. And I think we we can do better, ladies. I think that we can do better. I I don't think we need to wait for ourselves and everybody else to be exhausted for us to start coming together again. And I mean really coming together. Women in business, oh my goodness, can we please stop the competitive mindsets amongst women and start understanding that we all have unique gifts. And when we bring them together and we co-weave, the tapestry is magnificent. It's so beautiful. But we have to get out of our singular mindsets and the selfishness of, I have to show that I'm worthy. I have to prove myself. That's so outdated. We don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to the time. And I do believe it's coming when humanity can once again understand that we are all one. We're on one team, team humanity. That's and true. And we can all start appreciating ourselves. We'll start appreciating others. We don't want like-mindedness. We want like-heartedness and diverse-mindedness. And we can love people even if they don't think the same as me, even if they don't have the same values as me. I can allow them to make their own life choices as they allow me to make mine and not be a dick and still kind of go, yo, Janet, what do you need, darling? Like, like, what can I help with today? What can I support you in with today? In whatever that is, it's almost as though we have to learn the art of co-creating wins again. And understanding that as I co-create your win, I'm co-creating my next win as well. Like win, 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 win. And for that to happen, it's kind of like, what is it that you need right now? And then be the woman that actually asks for what she needs. Unashamedly, no need to explain yourself. Well, this is what I need right now. If I didn't ask the very first person and say, hey, I've been told by my higher self to start a podcast. Will you be my first guest? And I remember Mandy going, what are we going to talk about? And I said, I have no idea. Let's see where it goes. If I didn't ask women to start writing articles, 
I would not have a magazine today. I had to know what I needed and I had to go out and ask. And I had to be willing to have some women say no or not now and other women say yes. And you're right. You're right. Don't be afraid of the no. Yeah, and you are so right. I mean, because I have been, it's interesting, I connected with a woman who is a fellow organizer, has a podcast, and it was like, we were just, she was on mine, I was on hers. It was a really wonderful experience, and you're right. Everybody has gifts and talents, and, you know, they're unique to them. They're unique to the community and the people that they serve. So you're right, all of this little, you know, competitiveness it just needs to stop now you know i could talk to you all i could talk to you all day but you are coming back because i heard you said you got a planner coming up so i'm excited because i want to know all the details and you got to come back because you know that's organizing you know is 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 what i do so how can people listen to your podcast and connect with you go to my website unapologetic-women.com um, my podcast is on there. The link to the magazine is on there so they can read it. I'm always on LinkedIn or Instagram. If the messages, please direct message me. Don't just go and like my stuff or just follow me. I'm not into the follow culture. I'm in the connection culture. Um, or email me unapologeticinitiative at gmail.com and let's have a conversation. And of course, all of you listening and watching know I will have all the links so you can connect with Elle directly and just listen to her podcast and also just connect with her and have a conversation with her as we had a conversation today. So Elle, I truly appreciate you coming and showing up today. And of course, like I said, you will be back because I want to know all the details about this planner you are working on. Absolutely, darling. Can't wait for it. And have a glorious birthday tomorrow. And I can't wait to meet the 60-year-old Janet. Oh. <laughs> so what was your takeaway from my conversation with Elle? There were so many takeaways I personally had. I know one of them is I change what I wear now when I do my just my walk because before I really didn't care, but now it's like I want to look nice. I want to look pretty, you know. So I want you to share your takeaway either in the comments below or, of course, you can always send me a message through the show page. Well, now it's time to transition to Taylor's tip time and just getting organized. And of course, you know, we talked about so many things. So first, you just want to decide on what you need to organize. Is it your closet? Because you want to really revamp that wardrobe and just get rid of things that you are no longer wearing. Or maybe you're eating a little differently because you want to be a little bit more healthier. Or maybe you have decided, you know what, you need to do some restructuring in your home and your personal life, and you want to tackle that home office. So that's the first thing, decide on an area. Second thing is, you know what I'm going to say? Schedule a date. So decide on this date and this time I am going to start. And number three, you want to purge. You want to let go of the things that you're just not using anymore. As you, as I shared in the interview, I'm not wearing suits anymore. So therefore, I don't need to have them in my closet. And specifically since they're really not fitting. And once you get rid of what you're not using and need, you organize what's left. Because I don't want you to look at what needs to be organized. And I don't want you to run out there and buy all these fancy things when you may not need them. Because 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. And 20% of clothes we wear 80% of the time. And the last thing, the last tip to really help you maintain order is to put things back. So when you take something out of a closet, you put it back. That's what you do. So now, I love your feedback. And I would love it if you would leave me 
a comment and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. So please feel free to do that. But I want to share a comment from the Summer Organizing Challenge. And this is Janet. Thank you again for putting this together and creating bite-sized videos with so many tips. It is a relief to me to gather information organized with this seven-day challenge. I am not overwhelmed with information as an Instagram and YouTube, no algorithm to tell me what I need. Just Janet, one topic at a time. Thank you. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you so much. And I love doing this and I've told the team we're going to do it next year. So stay tuned. And of course, are you ready just to tackle the disorganization? Whether it's your paperwork, your schedule, or overall life, I am here to guide you on your journey to organization. Visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. Take action now and start making progress today. And I am also, I have also recently started going in people's homes again and offices as well. Um, So at the time of this taping, I'm up to actually October. So I'm going to cut it off right before November in regards to doing that. But I am. And it's interesting because none of my clients now live in my area. I'm traveling between New York and D.C. and I love it. I also want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, for your sharings. Please to continue to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. You know, I'm on TikTok and take out Pinterest. And on Pinterest, I have a page that I have a board, I should say. It's just about the Dollar Tree. All the wonderful things, because sometimes when we see something, we think it's only one purpose, but it can be used for so many different things. So check out that board as well. And of course, ladies, if you are thinking of getting organized, getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. You can join my Facebook group, Live and Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free. So join today because each week we continue the conversation started here on the podcast, but also for the month of August. We did 31 days of decluttering and, you know, talking to, you know, just the women and their feedback. And it was so wonderful how they would post things and pictures and, and say, I, Janet, I did this and I've accomplished this. And it was just really a wonderful energy that was in that community. So that is something I'm definitely going to do periodically through the year, every single day, I, I, I showed up in the group on video and I was on that journey with them. So whatever I was telling them to get rid of, I was getting rid of something too, because I wanted them to know I'm on this journey with you. So if you are not a member of that community, check it out. And you know what time it is, so get your dance on, either by the coffee table, the kitchen sink, the dining room, or maybe even by the front door. It is Toss It Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, because my birthday's tomorrow, it's time to toss some of the old cards. Yes, the old cards. You know, when I was working um, for the federal government, it was years ago, decades ago, one thing, they would always celebrate birthdays like they do on many jobs. And I collected all those cards. Well, that was back in the 80s, okay? So I finally decided it was time to get rid of those cards. So this Toss It Tuesday, get rid of those birthday cards, Christmas cards that you really do not need to hold on to any longer. The receipts for the expense report, the project that was completed last week, the documents that need to be scanned. Also, there is a box underneath your desk and you do not even have a clue as to what it is. So I am suggesting that you take my course. Clear your desk, clear your mind. It's a course for you whether you work from home full-time or have a hybrid schedule. And these tips are great for small business owners too. And if you are the family manager keeping things in order, whether you have a home office or work from the dining room table, this course is for you. 
click the link in the show page to check it out and register. And you can take it anytime you want. My app suggestion is one of my favorite apps is Evernote because I'm finding that sometimes we like to keep so much stuff in our heads. And it is time to truly just write things down. But again, Evernote lets you have uh, maybe a decorating list, a Christmas list, a shopping list. It lets you have all these different notebooks. You may have an idea for something you want to create or an event you want to plan. It allows you to have different types of notebooks virtually. And of course, my Amazon shop. This week, I am suggesting the jewelry organizers. They're trays. I love them. I have them in the tops of my drawers in my dresser. And it's wonderful because I open the drawer and there are the trays of all the jewelry. I love it because I've become very visual. So check those out. And of course, repurpose. I've got different different types of repurposed boards on my Pinterest page. You can repurpose a filing cabinet. You can repurpose toys, shoes, dishes, and so much more. So check it out specifically for those items. They're a little bit more sentimental. And my book suggestion for this week is Feeding the Soul. Because it's my business. Finding our way to joy, love, and freedom. And this is by Tabitha Brown. And my quote for this week is, there are two great days in a person's life, the day they were born and the day they discover why. I'm going to read that again. There are two great days in a person's life, the day they were born and the day they discovered why by William Barclay. Well, I want to take a moment just to say thank you for tuning in. Please spread the word about this podcast to your loved ones and your social media followers. Show your support by leaving a review and consider supporting the podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links in the show page and visit my website at www.janetandtaylor.com for more information. So until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, Have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. <music>